Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and for this episode you'll be listening to an interview I did a few weeks ago with vocalist Lucianne Daniels. Now we did it in St Pancras Station so there is some ambient sound but it was lovely to be able to speak to her in person. She's a fabulous singer and I hope you enjoy listening to our conversation. Welcome to Harmonious World, Lucianne Daniels. Hello. <laughs> Hi, it's really nice to be chatting with you. We've had a little bit of an introductory chat, but we'll, I'll, I'll, so I'll ask you lots of questions so you can tell yeah. my <laughs> listeners the same things you've told me. So I heard you sing at Ladbroke Hall in London with Xenia Strigalef and, and Soweto Kinch, the amazing Soweto Kinch. So tell me a little bit about how that gig came about. So Xenia and I had technically never met <laughs> until two days before that gig, but he had seen me sing with Zosa Cole in Birmingham at Zosa's album launch, maybe, I'm going to say four years ago. Right. I think it was like the summer of my first year in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, and so he'd seen me there, liked what he heard, and then asked me many, many years later to do the night at opening night at Labrook yeah. which is really fun yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you'd met um, Soweto Kinch before yes met right. Soweto like it's funny I'd never been taught by Soweto or anything but um, he was teaching obviously at uni but then yeah. I kind of to be honest I think I met Soweto through Zosa okay um, yeah yeah yeah. and I then mean, sort of like hung out with him in various settings yeah um, and then did music bits and we're doing like not a gig together, but we're both on like the same bill for this um, lovely evening in Birmingham called Incubator Sessions. Oh, that sounds brilliant! Um, and that'll be like my first solo set, which will be very interesting. Wow, when's that? December twelfth. Right. Wow. Yeah. So people can look out for that Incubator set. They can. In Birmingham. Yes. That's brilliant. Is that part of the conservatoire? No, no. It's just. Be, do you have you heard of Beat Music? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like an like a little project extension. Right. From there. Right, right. So did you go to Birmingham to the Conservatoire because you knew about the thriving jazz scene that there was there? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, not at all. So I, like classic, you obviously audition everywhere. Mm. Um, and I, oh God, we were talking about this with some people the other day, just like the gruelling audition process. Oh, yeah. And so I really, really wanted to go to Guildhall. Okay. I had my sights set on Guildhall. I was like, oh, I love the area that it's in. It's yeah. in London. It would be just like, you've got the barbican next to you. It would be great. Um, and with Birmingham, like, it was kind of... It was on the list because I didn't want to study in Leeds because I didn't want to study at home. Okay, yeah. Which I guess is fair enough. So then Birmingham was kind of just in the mix because it was there. And the audition went quite well. I think it was probably one of the better ones. <laughs> Um, but I didn't necessarily pick it for the thriving music scene. Okay. But then I didn't get into any of the London ones. Okay. So then Birmingham was kind of the <laughs> the alternative um, the alternative arrangement. But I'm so glad. Yeah. That's really interesting that you didn't get accepted into the uh, into the London. No, it is interesting <laughs> because you're an amazing singer. So so how what. What do you think happened? Well, did you just not have good auditions? Or did you, do you think you developed over the four years? 
I mean, you obviously have to definitely a development thing. I think it was like I would say I've always been quite a performer, um, and so I kind of had almost like the drama about the music that was on its way, like emerging. But then the like technical stuff and like the okay. theoretical side of stuff was like lacking. Okay, <laughs> right. and like the London, the London people are obviously quite into that yes yeah and in the same way that we're talking about like nigel needing to be able to read and stuff yeah. like that my reading was like not horrendous but it wasn't like tip top right um so i think that was the main right was the main thing yeah but it's obviously worked out well yes yeah yeah, yeah. It, so. i'm not complaining no i think birmingham is like it's been a very very nice nurturing environment yeah. i'd say yeah um that's good yeah yeah okay and tell me about Nigel. How did you get into Nigel? So obviously you're living in Leeds and you're starting to sing. What got you into Nigel? I think I was 16. And at school we'd had this... What's it called? We had an arts festival at school. It was biannual. And a bassist in the school, one of the teachers, ran that evening. And so that was like my first entry into jazz, basically. Okay. At around 15, doing a jazz night at school. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is quite fun. Like, are there opportunities to, like, do this elsewhere? And then, I don't, I'm, I, God knows what I typed in, but obviously Nigel came up. Okay. And I remember seeing, like, 16 to, like, 23, 26, 24, I don't even know what the age bracket was, but um, a big range. And I remember seeing that it was like, oh, yeah, you get paid gigs. I was like, me? Yeah. Paid for a gig? Dig yeah. dog. I'll do yeah. that. Um, and then I remember thinking, okay, like I'll apply next year because at the time I was 15. And I remember the deadline coming up and I'd almost forgotten about it. And so it was like an absolute scurry to get information and yeah. videos and write a little spiel. And then I... So I wrote the spiel, I put all the information together. Applied at like midnight on the day of the deadline. Right. And then was really shocked to get a call back saying, oh yeah, come in for an audition. Um, I sang Midnight Sun. Oh, lovely. And Feeling Good. Yeah. Right. And then they were like, yeah, you got it. Fantastic. <laughs> because as we were chatting before and I was explaining that in the old days when I was in Nijo, um, you just literally turned up and there was no audition process, there was no kind of application or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And you made it or you didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you survived. Yeah, yeah, you sank or you swam. And uh, so it's really interesting that you went through that process, but what, it's interesting you as well, you talked about the, the drama. Yeah. Because <laughs> you are such a performer. When you're on stage, you don't look like you're in your early 20s. <laughs> you don't. You, you, you own that stage and you own the room and people listen to you. Where did that come from, do you think? Do you know what? I'm going to say my mum. Okay. I, it's something I've only really realised in like the last few years, but my mum is such a drama queen. <laughs> She's child number five of eight. Oh, okay. So her being like smack bang in the middle, I'm not surprised. She had to like fight for her voice in that family. Um, I think that's sort of just been passed on down to me. Um, and I'm the younger sibling. Okay. So naturally there's sort of that element of, you know, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then in school, I was very much into my theatre right. okay. as well. Right. So then that all sort of translated itself into performing music. Yeah. 
So you're obviously coming to the end of the Birmingham Conservatoire experience. Oh yes. But you're doing a lot of gigs. You're working. You're you know you're not just sitting and waiting for that to finish. Yeah. Do you have a plan, or do you just want to wait and see, or are there are there people kind of getting you gigs or looking out for you? How is that working? I've been in a very privileged position in that I have started, I'd say, my career with the help of other people and people asking me to do gigs and asking me to be involved in their projects. Yeah. Um, and so I will continue that. And you talked about going to Paris yes. next weekend yes. for gig. What's that? That is at Duke de Lombards with clarinetist Jack and A. Smith. Mm. So that's like a little two-day, two two-day mini residency, I guess. Okay, um, fantastic. So it'll be quite grueling. It's two shows a night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that will be really lush. I'm very, very excited. Yeah. And we're doing the Billy Holiday and Lester Young. Um, oh, nice. Music. That's really good. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Very excited. Yeah. Oh, that's that sounds brilliant. Are you planning to do that show in the UK? That's a great question. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, um, so we'll have to watch this space. Watch this space. Okay. Do you have a website where people can find out about you? She is being built. As okay. We speak actually. Excellent. Okay. So hopefully by the time this goes out you'll have it or or we can we, i can add it on yes hopefully um, are you on you're on social media are you the rumbling i am yes with a very complicated instagram handle okay uh, what i will do is i will uh, i'll put that into the show notes okay. don't worry people can just click on it in the show notes and then they can connect with you okay that's fantastic I think you're one to watch. Yeah. Which is really exciting. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for myself. Yeah, and you should be. You should be. I, I, can't, um, I can't express enough to my listeners how much you just own that stage. And it's a beautiful venue, isn't it, Ludbrook? Yeah. Great venue. So you literally did own it, which I thought was amazing. And, and the way you interacted, particularly with Soweto, was really nice. Thank you. Yeah. So well done. Thank you. Brilliant. Well, thank you for joining me for my podcast. Yes. <laughs> with all the trials and tribulations. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but life as a musician is never easy. No. As we know. <laughs> no, all sorts of things. Thank you once again for joining me for Harmonious World and thank you to Lucy Ann Daniels for putting up with the coffee machine in the background and the people chatting. And thanks to Joe English for my Harmonious World theme tune. One of the things that I'm really keen to do with Harmonious World is to support emerging talent and Lucy Ann is just finishing her time at Birmingham Conservatoire while Joe is just starting his at Guildhall and I'm happy to do anything I can to help them and other especially young musicians make it in this business. Have a great week and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers 
and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously, there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening, and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week and please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World.